This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 49, Bogus Journey. Mm. Oh. Risky. So Risky. I, I don't know if I said that one before. <laughs> and at this point, I Maybe. don't care. I so hope this episode is a bogus journey. You, you nerds out there, yeah. not nerds, our wonderful fans yeah. who have listened to every single episode and remember every single title. Yeah. Chris Fake. You know, you can let me know or you can not. Hey, or we can just move <laughs> on as if... Yes, hi, Chris Fake. Personal shout out. Yeah. Uh, that is his real name, even though it's fake. Yeah, okay, it seems so fake, right? <laughs> with me, as always, are my lovable hosts, Colin Harmon. <laughs> I'm the second one, and I would like to introduce our second after me, which would be Wes Allen. Oh, Billy. <laughs> This is already off to a great start. It's doing good. I introduced somebody. Yeah, good job, Phil. <laughs> nice to meet it felt you. Good. Um, I'm in charge now. Yeah, don't do that again. That okay, actually so. put us in the same room this time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're back, and it's been a while. So obviously, we have to get all this out of the way. All the yeah. this is a lucid dream. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> oh boy, this is uh, the first uh, ep- uh, first episode of the month. So that means it is our news episode where we like to recap or go over all the things that have been news items. <laughs> <laughs> they pertain to reboots and remakes and all the things that pertain to things that happened in the 80s and 90s that are happening again, or people that died. Um, which, thankfully, there's nobody this time. Nobody hey, died. Report. For a whole month, nobody from, at all died. At, at least from the era of 80s and 90s, sure. that, yeah. you know, et cetera. Of note. So, um Anyway, so yeah, let's just dive right into like the really cool stuff, shall well, we? Well, what's it called? What's our, what's our bit called? What is it? Yeah, what is the segment? Oh, is yeah. there a name? For I'm it? glad you Don't asked. Don't we that have question. a clever name for it? I feel like there's got. I, I think it was called a, a, a recurrent affair. You know, I'm actually changing wow. that, the that horn. That sound is ready to go at all times. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'm changing the You're horn of my waiting. car to that. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> to the news, if you haven't turned the podcast off yet, uh, it has been announced that Bill and Ted 3, Face the Music, is definitely happening. Oh. It's about time. And it's from the director of uh, Galaxy Quest, Dean Parasot, or Parasot, is that, do we know? Do we no, know not Parasol. This is the problem with only looking things up, like, with words, you yeah. know, yeah. like not opening up a YouTube video of somebody announcing People it. trust that the, we get these names right. Stinking yeah. words. Well, I, I'm finally glad t- that we can talk about this because th- for years yep. this has been rumored and talked about and saying, yeah, it's, uh, and Keanu Reeves has said, like, yeah, we're writing mm-hmm. it, we're doing it. And I've wanted to pull the trigger so bad to finally talk about it yes. on the show. And it is in pre-production right now. I, so I, I'm very happy that this is officially happening. Well, I remember, like, before we even started the podcast, I mean, this was yeah. years ago, listening yeah, years, to years. the Nerdist podcast. And and uh, I can't remember if it was um, if Alex it, Winter? If it was Keanu or Alex. That's, I think it was Alex Winter that was on the Nerdist podcast. Mm-hmm. And he announced that, yeah, we're writing it right now. Like, it's it's happening. Yeah. But that was like 2012, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, that it's, was... it's been a very, I feel like it's even been longer than that that they've been doing it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Like, I still have a hard time picturing them in 
that role as those characters now, especially Keanu Reeves, because yeah. he's been this like serious action movie it's John Wick dude. Mm. Yeah, so it's like it's hard for me to for to picture him channeling that that character again. But I'm excited for it. It should be good. Well, you know how it took him a, a long time to break away from Bill and Ted as far yeah. as that like well. Like that kind of kung fu. Yeah, pretty good. So it's funny that we're saying that because I guess he has finally, 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 kind of broken out of that. Mm -hmm. But maybe once he jumps back into it, it's gonna it's gonna ruin his career (laughs) all over again. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, So just a relapse. Yeah. So obviously we'll we will be following the bogus journey. Naturally, Bill and Ted three, and it's got the original creators that are writing it. Yeah, even so, though they're not directing it, so which you know it may get the tone right. May, yeah, I mean it, it's great for tone, but you know this has happened in the past where hey we're bringing back the original writers and then we have Dumb and Dumber two and it's like oh yeah okay we didn't want that yeah so it's a true story um, true story so this is pretty cool I I've gotten and and this is kind of a sidebar we've talked about the toys that made us I'm finally watching through it I've yep. got through the first really? season Welcome. have you not watched Super it at all before I had not oh, okay like, yeah yeah Welcome. I just somehow just not had the time it's okay. Uh, but I, I finally watched it. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's been it's been really great watching and going through even with toys that I didn't really have a connection to. I just found yeah. it super interesting. Was so, Barbie your favorite? Uh, what was my favorite? I mean, Star Wars. The Star Wars one I think was the most. Yeah, okay. that's the best one. The most interesting one. Yeah, that's good. Too. But um, so anyway, I bring that up because there's another documentary on Netflix that pertains to those of us who were probably children or teenagers in the 90s, definitely people who were NBA fans, but I feel like there was a special magic around the 90s Bulls Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I I became an NBA fan because of the 90s Bulls. Oh, Oh, wow. I mean, just, and there's kids right now who are becoming NBA fans because of the Golden State Warriors, but like, this was, I mean, Mike, the, the Michael Jordan prime era before he retired, they were, you know, they three-peated. Yeah. It was huge, and uh, there's going to be a documentary on them. Which is, or it's a, like a documentary series, so uh, I, I think I'm gonna jump into it and watch it, even though oh, I yeah. hate the NBA now. The glory days of the NBA is something I, I definitely will be nostalgic about. Yeah, yeah. It's like even though that I am not really much of a sports fan now, I was super huge into NBA in the '90s, like really obsessed with it. So, so naturally, I was a Bulls fan. I was a Jordan fan. That that era was like the most mm-hmm. iconic like thing in sports at that time, and. It's so cool. So it'd be good to see some behind the scenes stuff that I'm sure they're probably going to dive into yeah. and just just uh, what that was like at that time. Well, and it's actually very relevant now because there's so many comparisons to LeBron James. LeBron oh, yeah. has sure. just done so many incredible things. And naturally, the conversation goes to, yeah, but was he better than Jordan? And slowly and surely, everybody's jumping in the LeBron ship. Um, so anyway, it's very timely for people who want context. And also, one of my favorite Christmas gifts of all time was the life-size cardboard cutout of Michael, jo- Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, and wow. Like I in still Home have Alone? It. Yep. I still have it. That's amazing. I held on to it. So. That's fun. Um, I anyway. hope they go into, like, do you remember that game where he played with the flu? That finals yes. game? Oh, yeah. Epic. Man, that was incredible. Yep. Has LeBron done that? Yeah. Where are you on that one, buddy? LeBron, get the flu. LeBron you know didn't you're listening. get sick, so ha. <laughs> uh, he wins. Uh, okay, so it has been. It's been rumored for a while. Now it's announced there is going to be a Boba Fett movie. Um, we did see Solo, and we will talk about that later in this episode. But for right now, let's just talk about how there's going to be yet another Star Wars story, and it's going to be centered around 
a character who didn't have that many lines in the original trilogy. Yeah. What do you he's think about it? He's a big deal. He's like a household name, but he's yeah. not necessarily a key plot point in a lot of different, or at least not his own plot. I should yeah. say it that way. But he's an incredible, like, uh, popular character. Yeah. Like, I wish I, I never understood. He's an iconic char- looking character. Well, yeah. he, he, he's so cool looking. And, like, I think because you don't get oversaturated with him in the movies, like, there's this intrigue with him where it's like he's kind of mysterious. He doesn't t- talk much. And he's like, he captured Han Solo. It's like, that was like the thing that was cool about him. But it's like, I just don't know how they're going to make an entire movie about him. There was like little bits of him being a kid in the prequels or whatever, which I don't remember much because I've seen only the prequels each time in the theater since then. But um, I honestly think that with Solo coming out and with the loose ends that they have with that movie, I think that they're probably making a trilogy with Solo, Boba Fett, and a Kenobi movie. Uh, now that would be interesting. I feel like nice it would be like a trilogy, theory, or yeah, that. and it, they would have things that was kind of thread through them or whatever. Yeah, which there is a connection in Solo, but that's spoilery, and that's all yeah. I will say. But um, I could see that happening. Yeah. So I think it would be really cool. I I don't think that Disney would do this, but it would be cool to do it kind of like a Predator type movie where he's like a bounty hunter hunting like a group of people that he's been tasked with. And like, he's not really the main character, but he's like the villain that's like kind of loosely threading through the story and like mm-hmm. kind of taking out these guys or whatever. Cause I, I don't want to see him with his helmet off. I don't want to hear him talk too much. I mm-hmm. want him to remain mysterious because that's what's cool about him. Uh, you might want to, Prepare yourself. <laughs> I know. I, 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 they're definitely going to go deep with it. Yeah. I, I just don't think anybody's asking for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just you can't have a starring role with somebody who you're yeah. not, you're not seeing their facial expressions. I mean, that's just yeah. But it's directed by James Mangold, who directed Logan. So and I really like Logan. An awesome movie. Yeah. So like, I I feel like that's a good director yeah. for something like Boba Fett. That has that kind of grit to it. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how much they build him up to be this like this BA action guy that can't be beat. But then you remember yeah. his demise and Return of the Jedi and right. how like weak it was. That, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh anyway. no, Starlock pig. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll also be following the production mm-hmm. of that, development of that. And I don't. They didn't say when it's supposed to come out. So I would imagine the next few years. Yeah. Because they haven't announced any other spinoffs. I would assume not 2019, because that's when the third yeah. uh, official Star Wars movie mm-hmm. comes out, but then maybe the one after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting if they went like a Book of Eli kind of approach with him. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie with Denzel Washington. I never saw that. I, no, I never saw well, that. then this reference completely dies <laughs> right here. Our well, listeners like, understand. Well, You're welcome, everyone. Explain. You know what I mean. Two of them, at least. Uh, it's super spoilery in that movie if you ever watch it, but... Um, that's all I'll say about it. Okay. okay. Go watch it. See Moving what you think. on. If you we'll get the reference, it. you get it. We'll talk about it in yeah. our 100th episode. <laughs> um, okay. So we've talked about the the Spawn reboot or remake or- Spawning. Uh, I guess, yeah. Respawning? The, the respawn. <gasps> hey. I'll be here all week. Nice. We did it, guys. <laughs> um, it was announced that Jamie Foxx will be the person playing Spawn, which is super interesting. Um, I think it's a great call. Do you feel like I, that's a responsible like, choice? I like Jamie Foxx, so yeah. I I, th- I think I think it's good. Um, 
Although I still have PTSD from him playing uh, the villain in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh yeah, but I actually like that movie. But really, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't was, know if that's a hot if that's hot takey. But it, actually, was, like... it was cheesy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, he's an Oscar-winning uh, actor. So it's like, and he apparently he approached Todd McFarlane about being like a huge fan of the character. Oh, and okay. Like I want to drop my name in the hmm. hat for playing spawn so he's a fan so i would imagine he would be yeah. representing it well yeah i love it when that happens i feel yeah. like yeah. that usually That's works true. out unless your name is nicholas cage and the movie is ghost rider <laughs> <laughs> don't be specific other than anything. that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um there's another remake of an 80s movie that we all know and love called arachnophobia how and is it that was happening? Just it was announced. not an 80s movie. It, was it 90s? Was it early 90s? I think it was it like was, 1990? I think it was 1990. Go. Okay, I mean, okay. Well, uh, we need to have an outdated. We have not done that game in a very long time, by well, the way. Wes and I need to have a face-off on that. I would look forward to that. Yeah. I'd yeah. be honored to host. If you're if you're new to the podcast, Wes and I have the special ability to know within a year. We handicap ourselves within a year. We know the year that... Uh, all movies were released pretty much in the the thirty year time span between like like nineteen eighty five and two thousand fifteen. But yeah. and as uh, a third party observer, it's pretty spooky. I'll be <laughs> yeah. honest, I have no idea how it's possible. It's, it's even movies really, you haven't seen. That is our superpower, still... and it's a terrible superpower. But anyway, so arachnophobia. There's not been a whole lot that announced. I mean, it was literally just announced, and we found about found out about it the day of recording this podcast. So. Um, all, all we know is that um, it, the, it's not the same director, which is James Wan, I want to say. Um, he will be producing it, but it's uh, just going to be a full blown Z's uh, remake. So, It was made in 1990. Ah! Foiled again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. I hope John Goodman's in it. I hope Jeff Daniels is in it. Oh, yeah. So, Was John Goodman in the original one? Not, uh, yeah, it was John Goodman, right? He played the exterminator guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Cool. So moving on, another reboot or reimagining that's happening. A lot of you were big Thundercats fans. That's exactly oh. the noise they made. <laughs> <laughs> Rather. So they're reviving or reimagining Thundercats. Some of you who were fans of the original may be a little triggered by the way they look now. Yeah, I think it's controversial, there. but I like it. We'll yeah. put it. We'll put it in the show notes. But they've had their like official release announcement where there's a little bit of like a teaser trailer, a little behind the scenes of the animation. Uh, it's very, very modern animation. Yeah, and it's very Cartoon Network looking. Very Cartoon Network, which this will be on Cartoon Network. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, so it's, it's like there. very like Adventure Time, Rick and Morty kind of look to it. Um, I like it. I, I think it's kind of like with how I wasn't too keen on the new Ninja Turtles style of animation. I feel like you almost have to go like a little more true to the original or go like completely the other end. Yeah, and I think that's what they do in this I case. I think it's with something like Thundercats where it's been so long and it had such a distinct style. It almost had like kind of like an anime style to yeah. it. It has one of the most like incredible intros like for animation if you go back and watch it. But I don't know. I, I'm excited for it. I'll definitely be watching it because it has like kind of that comedic tone as well as like the action with it. So Yeah, it seems I'm like excited. it'll be pretty. So it's supposed to come out next year, 2019. Yeah. 2019. We will be following the progress of that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on.
moving on to the next reboot. Actually, this is a revival, um, and this is coming off the success and then eventual, eventual demise of Roseanne. <laughs> um, the short-lived success of Roseanne. Murphy Brown's coming back. We talked about it. Uh, and there's a trailer out, and we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can watch it. And it's basically, I mean, it's it's what you think it is. They're kind of bringing the cast back together, but it's modern times. So they're incorporating, like, it's they're, they're instead of, like, this news magazine, they are, like, online news so like and HuffPo. yeah i mean they're dealing with millennials and all that stuff so um <laughs> yeah i <laughs> we, we talked about it a little bit last time i you know and i say this every time if it was a 90s sitcom i've watched it so i i've definitely watched murphy brown before i don't remember a whole lot about it because my parents didn't like me watching it and um, it was also about the news. Also, yeah, it was super like <laughs> adult themed. That yeah. like I just did not resonate with it. I didn't get the jokes. I remember actually watching an episode where they were trying to like at, they were at, a lot of them were at her house and upstairs there was a crying child, a toddler, or something like that, and they asked one of the guys to ha- to handle it, and then they're like just just sing something from The Lion King. One of the guys goes what's the Lion King or something like that. It's like, I've never seen the Lion King. And I, as uh, <laughs> a, like a 10 year old whose favorite movie was the Lion King at that time was just so offended. You just that like threw somebody, your speaking spell at the TV. I'm like, fake news. <laughs> there is no way somebody has not seen the Lion King. I was just blown away by that. So anyway, that's my random memory of Murphy Brown. That's so <laughs> do you think they're going to take her Twitter away before she actually like stars in the show? <laughs> I, you know, I would like to think that, Candace Bergen, Bergen, I don't know, I don't think we ever Bergen. figured that out. Bergen, Candace Bergen has ever, or has, I would like to think that she has a little bit more um, self-control, but you never know. So, Let's hope so. Um, and, you know, hopefully she doesn't take any prescription pills or anything like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yep. We have... <laughs> Always divulges into insanity. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we have a trailer for the new Predator movie. Uh, Predator. Predator is a franchise I did not get into personally. Yeah. Really? So uh, I definitely I have seen the original. Uh, I'm pretty sure at least most of it. Um, That's all that matters, good, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a good bit about it, and yeah, there's a trailer out. Again, we'll link to it in the show notes. But what do you guys think of this new trailer? I think it looks pretty cool. Like even if you haven't seen the original, it looks pretty sweet. Um, the main character seems to look like Draco Malfoy. I, I don't know uh, his oh. real name. But <laughs> it's not Tom Felton, but it's uh, another guy who looks just like him. Hmm. But uh, the way it's set up, it looks like a pretty legit, like, uh, yeah, kind of thriller action horror kind of thing. So mm-hmm. It, it kind of looks like exactly how you would expect a new Predator movie uh, yeah. to look. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've had high hopes since I knew that they were going to be redoing this. I'm a big fan of the original one. Um, the second one's okay, and then like once they got into the whole alien versus predator thing, I didn't even bother with that because it's just like yeah, cheap popcorn movies. But it, it does seem pretty good. It seems well made. It has a good tone to it. Um, it doesn't really have like an overall style to it or anything that I feel like kind of sets it apart from anything else. But mm. uh, I'm excited for it. Should be interesting to see what they do with it. I wonder if it's going to end up looking like like Pacific Rim. Basically, no. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, that's very creepy. <laughs> that's, it's like stereo now. I know you're welcome. 
Man, I'm going to make sure that's stereo in people's yeah. uh, cars. Okay, I'm going to try to them. audio edit. Perfect. See if I'm good enough at audio editing there. Blessings. <laughs> um, the next thing, uh, I mean, this is right down the same kind of genre. Man, Halloween. We've, got a, we've got a lot of trailers we that we're talking about. Another uh, trailer has been released for the Halloween uh, sequel. I mean, it's not a reboot. It's not a, It's yeah, it's just another continuation. But what's interesting, and Wes has told me this, apparently they're just ignoring the other sequels that have happened. Yeah. So, um, Wes, so you might you... know a little bit more about the story of the new Halloween, but if you watch the trailer, you see Jamie Lee Curtis there, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw one where she died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she died in Resurrection or whatever, and it, it's funny that Spoiler. they're just kind of straight up ignoring everything, and they're just going a straight sequel to the first movie. Um, I'm excited for it. It seems... Uh, there's stuff like with the teeth and everything that seems pretty brutal, but like um, I'm I'm excited to see Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis back and uh, just just kind of see what they do with it. I think it'll do well too. I mean, they're hitting oh, yeah. that nostalgia and they're yeah. I, I mean bringing back it'll the okay. you know the original person from it. I feel like that'll it'll yeah. do well. And the trailer and, looks pretty cool. And so. it's yeah. coming out like right at Halloween yep. time, so Smart. it's gonna it's gonna kill. Do you think they'll have any like? David S. Pumpkins references <laughs> in it. Any questions? <laughs> That'll be the after credits. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. I'm sure people have a lot of questions about yeah. this movie. I have dozens. I'm so in the weeds with David Pumpkins right now. Uh, so there is another trailer. Uh, and this is our trailer for another Transformers movie, but it's not really a Transformers yeah. movie. It's not Michael Bay, but it is a, I guess, kind of prequel yeah. to Transformers where it follows Bumblebee and his uh, kind of hijinks on Earth before the rest of the <laughs> Autobots get there. His shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. All his tomfoolery, hullabaloo, and going on. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is another trailer, which we will put in the show notes for you guys if you want to check it out, or you could just Google it. That's probably quicker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But Travis Knight is is directing it. It's set in the '80s, so mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. So you know, he's a, he was kind of originally a Volkswagen bug. So it's set in the, yeah. the '80s, the time of Transformers. So hopefully, they'll kind of play to that uh, a little bit. Yeah, because like the original toys and cartoon, he was a Volkswagen be Beetle. Yeah. So like, I love that they kind of brought that back. Do you think they're going to go all Guardians of the Galaxy with the music and everything on this one? Uh, Maybe. You know what? If they're smart, they do. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a Hollywood executive, I'm I am making that call and saying let's yeah. try to get let's try to capitalize on that. Especially he, since he talks through like the cassette and yeah. everything. Uh -huh. There's got to be a lot of little Easter eggs and stuff yep. for that. But I think that I'm give you one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is more than just a prequel. I think that this is a reboot. You think so? I think so. Because it's like, I've been thinking ever since the first Transformers movie came out, I'm like, man, this would be so cool if they had that like real 80s animated oh, yeah. series vibe to it. It's like, it just works so well in that time period. And that's like what we all kind of associate with it. And I feel like it just got very Michael Bayed mm -hmm. a lot. And um, I think it's just time for a reboot. And I think that they're doing a prequel to do that with. And it's, they're doing that whole connected universe with G.I. Joe, the whole Hasbro mm. thing. So I bet that this is the first phase of that. Interesting. Um, and, and it's almost kind of like what they did with like the X-Men movies when they did First Class. They yeah. did it like as a prequel, but it was actually just like rebirthing that yeah. series and tying it in different ways and like making new X-Men movies moving up to like where we 
started. Yeah. Um, so I think they're probably doing something Which like that. I feel like everybody was thankful for after oh, yeah. X Men Three. That was uh, yeah, a yeah, big mistake. The True. way they and I, that I think that like Transformers has just got like I haven't seen any of them except the first one. Same here. And I think for someone that is a fan of Transformers, it's like it's a real loss for fans that yeah. really love that franchise to bring it back to what made it special. And I it almost has that kind of ET or Iron Giant kind of feel. It to does. It. It I does was something. thinking Iron Giant. Yeah. 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 Do, do you think that if it takes place in the eighties that we're going to see? Uh, Bumblebee be present for Shia LaBeouf's birth as well as <laughs> Megan Fox's birth. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> well, it does have John Cena in it, so if uh, if you weren't convinced to see it now, yeah. you must be. If you want to see muscles, yeah, which I do. <laughs> 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 okay, so we've saved some time. Um, we've seen Solo, and I feel like we've kind of done at least a little bit of a, a, a review of each Star Wars movie that's come out because Star Wars is still relevant to what we talk about. I mean, Star Wars yeah. was a lot of people growing up. And Colin, uh, you haven't seen it, right? I'm seeing it Wednesday night. <laughs> okay, so we're going to keep it spoiler free. Unless you yeah. want to spoil it. No, uh, I think it's good to no, go yeah. clean. Unless we do the full in-depth episode review, which and we're on, not going to do. And honestly, <laughs> if the box office is to an example, I don't think most of you listening have probably seen it either. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ooh, touche. Yeah. Um, so we'll keep it spoiler-free and uh, just give our overall yeah. vibe of it. So, again, if you're new to the podcast, to just give you a little bit of background, um, Wes is probably the biggest Star, Star Wars fan in the room. I'm more of a casual fan. Uh, I enjoy the movies, but never really hit the nerd cycle on that stuff. I nerd out about uh, plenty of other things, but this one just for whatever didn't hit. Um, so and I, so I guess I'll start. Um, and Colin is fresh meat. And, yeah, yeah, Colin. Oh yeah, that's right. And Colin, I'm pretty youthful in my Star Wars fandom. Colin had not seen Star Wars until The Force Awakens came out, Correct. and he had to catch himself up on everything. Young Padawan. So. Yep. That's what you did there. So uh, anyway, so there, there's your gauge. I kind of feel like we hit all levels of fandom. Uh, in this room. So Agreed. anyway, uh, it's, it's fortunate we don't have Colin's point of view, but I feel like ours would be similar. So, so I'm going to go okay. ahead and start it off. Uh, I enjoyed it. I actually had fun watching it. It did not, uh, it, I felt like it was probably lacking a little bit of heart to it, hmm. but I felt like uh, the acting was good. The action was good. And I was entertained throughout. So it was one of those like, oh yeah, yeah, it was good. But it did not hit the level of Rogue One, in my opinion, and didn't hit any. It's like above the prequels, but that's about it. Yeah. So um, that's kind of my brief overview of what I thought of it. Yeah, I would, Wes, probably, I would probably say say the same. It's like after the seeing this movie, I like even before seeing this movie, I'm like, is this movie even necessary? <laughs> Do we really need to see a backstory of Solo? And when I got out of the movie, I was like. Did we really? Was that necessary? <laughs> um, but it, it, it was entertaining. It, it was fun. It, it, it was not a train wreck. Like it had a lot of production issues, or th- yeah, and they had to reshoot like eighty percent of the movie, oh, and wow. just all, changing directors and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of expected it to just be terrible, even. Even if you were looking forward to it, you're just like, oh, I just don't know. Yeah. But they held it together. They put out a good movie. It's like you said, I would put it above the prequels, but it just didn't hit that Rogue One where it's like after watching Rogue One, 
watching a new hope it changes that whole beginning part of it. Yeah, like it, yeah. it yeah. gives you that sacrifice. It gives you like this, you, you know, it just means it gives it more weight solo after seeing it. When I watch the original trilogy, it's not going to change anything yeah. I feel about solo. Hmm. Solo had a beginning, middle and end. And that was it. And it took me, it took me a while to buy him as solo I never got there, but it's like yeah. I kind of had to get like 10 or 15 minutes in and then I had to stop thinking about it yeah. because he's just put up against like a very tough thing. Yeah, to he set up to fail. Yeah. I, you know, my my wife did not like Solo at all. She was very disappointed. Mm. And she the reason is Han Solo is her favorite yeah. character. Like, okay. And then she yeah. represents a large population of just like she wanted that kind of sassiness I don't know how to say it yeah. from, mm-hmm. from you know that he has that kind of quirkiness where uh, he's, he just seems to be missing that smart alecky attitude yeah. that he had in the original so it does seem like you're watching a different character yeah. and it's like I understand that this is him when he was younger trying to get into that so he doesn't quite have that kind of smart aleck kind right. of vibe to him but there was like some kind of line later in where it's like uh, where she's like saying like you're you're the good guy or whatever and he's like no i'm not the good guy i'm the bad guy or, or some kind of line like that and that threw me off like crazy because i'm like no you are the good guy right and this. like you, you don't you don't you don't have sense. that snarkiness to you you don't have that like like i kind of hate you but i still love you so much at the same time like he didn't have that mm-hmm. but it's like it's a younger version so you kind of have to forgive yeah. that but that line threw me off but you kind of you kind of want to see that progression. Like, yeah, that's what I was expecting. It's like, okay, we're gonna see him how he was, and in this movie, you're gonna see how he became. Yeah, the the Han Solo we know, and that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Hmm. So it's they do kind of it. it they and, and we talked about this earlier with the Boba Fett movie. If uh, Wes, your predi- prediction is cr- is tr- Wes, if your prediction is true then it would make more sense like, oh, let's save that for a further movie if we're going to kind of tie it all in together. Yeah, they um, have to because it's got like, never mind, that gets in the spoiler. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it, they they do, let me say this, they do insinuate that there's more to the more of the story to be told. Yeah. So it's, there are it's things that you expect to see in this that you don't see that yeah. you know that they have to touch on later. Yeah, exactly. Like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> spoiler, Come Colin. on. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so I, I can kind of buy that as long as they solve it later, you know, because right. I, I, I do kind of agree with my wife. It's just like I, there was something lovable about the way that Harrison Ford played Han and his yeah. lines that he had that just was missing. I mean, yeah. I, I still like rooted for him. I still cared about the character. Right. And I do think he did a good job just considering all that was up against him. But. Um, but yeah, it did feel like there was something missing. I hmm. feel like it was la- like I thought I was going into this like at least it's going to be a fun Star Wars movie. It's going to have some humor to it because like Rogue One didn't have like any humor other than K two S O. Like and that was just kind of like dry humor. But it's like I was like okay, th- at least this is going to probably be have a lot crack a lot of jokes, be like overly fun. And I don't feel like it was like that. Like yeah. looking back on it, it's like it wasn't like, you know, over the top fun like you would have with like Guardians or something mm-hmm. like that. Like it was still pretty serious in its tone, but it, it did get it, the Star Wars tone right, which yeah. is like I'm always thankful that they get that right because the, the prequels got that completely wrong. Right. So yeah. it's like they, they know what that tone is, but I kind of wished it was a little more. Yeah. And one thing that drives me insane, which it seems like a nitpicky thing about these Star Wars stories is that that they need to put the crawl 
in there, the opening crawl in these movies, <laughs> they kind of did the the galaxy far, far yeah. away text, and it then they weird. and then they kept doing little little text it things weird, where yeah. I'm just like, just make a crawl. Like, why are you trying to give us context they, without giving a crawl? They established a rule with Rogue One, like since yeah. they didn't do it with it, Rogue it's One, it's just, like okay, none of the it side just stories kills have the it. mood because yeah. it's like you see that opening text and you're just like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And nothing. It's like you want to hear that John Williams score and that yeah. punch, and it just kills that theater mood that you like want so much when you see a Star Wars movie. Yeah, so it has a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then it fades out, and then more text comes in. Yeah, and, uh, like of the same font and the same color. So it's, it's accomplishing like, the same thing without actually without yeah. crawling, and it's just like, oh, we can't crawl because Rogue One didn't crawl. And, and, it, and like it's an like if you're decision. not going to do a crawl, do something as exciting as that yeah. somehow, because it's like. They say that they're gonna only save it for the saga movies, like of of the the Skywalker trilogy or yeah. whatever. But you're gonna run out eventually. Have and a they... crab walk from the side. <laughs> <laughs> Have like a news ticker along the yeah. bottom. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah, they just I don't, I don't know. They need to do something that's exciting because they're gonna run out of like. We're eventually not going to see those crawls anymore if they're not if they're saving those for like the Skywalker yeah. stuff, or you know, set up the movie and write it in a way that it doesn't need opening text. Like, yeah, that, that's that was insane. The thing for me. So I, I was wondering if since <laughs> you it mean changed, like every other movie, yeah, I yeah I wondered since it changed directors if they felt like they had to like it wasn't meant to happen. But then Ron Howard came in and was like, "We got to cut all this. We need time. So let's just put in text uh, what we cut." I don't know if that's actually what happened, but. I'll ask him. And, and yeah, <laughs> thanks, Colin. Um, and I, there were times like so with Rogue One, I couldn't tell that it changed directors and they made a whole bunch of reshoots and all that stuff. But I could tell with Han Solo. Yeah, like that. you could tell. You, yeah, you could. I could tell with Solo. Like, yeah. like it was like this seems like it was different, or like I could, you could, if you pay attention to it, you're like you could read between the lines. This seems like, to okay. be going somewhere, and then something happens, and you're like, I felt like they could have tied that in, but they didn't. For some reason, there's like a lot of that where it's like if you knew if you maybe if you don't know that there were reshoots, it's fine. But with that knowledge, it's like I can kind of I can kind of see what they did here. So oh, okay. the, this is not a spoiler. I'm just going to be general about it. The Kessel Run has been yeah. built up in the original trilogy and like sure. even in Force Awakens and stuff. After the Kessel Run happened, I was like, oh, wait, was that was that the Kessel Run? <laughs> it just happened. I did, I thought it was something else. Like yeah. it just it didn't really have that thing. Like oh, this is the Kessel Run. Yeah, yeah. Well, and this this whole movie was basically. It seemed like they were writing around. Okay, we have a, these list of things we want to explain. Yeah. That haven't been explained yet. So let's just find a way to explain uh, all of them. And it seemed yeah. like they're checking off the list as they go. That's what it felt like. Like yeah. oh, there's that. There's that. There. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So. Uh, I feel like we're bashing it a lot more. Than this <laughs> now, you have to happen. get into those nerdy nitpicky yeah, things yeah, with yeah. everything. So yeah, yeah. All, all that aside, it still was an enjoyable, yeah. entertaining movie. Just don't go in expecting Rogue One, you know, but also don't go in expecting Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, um, that's good. So yeah, it's a fun theater movie to go see. Yeah, it's did your dad enjoy it? Yeah, well, like I actually went. Uh, it kind of worked out where Haley hasn't seen it yet, but like me and my dad went to go see it Saturday night that it came out. And I feel like the memory of that was something that I enjoyed because it's like, like I've said, I've always kind of associate, associated him with Han Solo. So I feel like that was kind oh, of a cool. special thing to have with him. And I don't know, we had like a good day together. So I'll always kind of remember that. So it's good. 
That's good. So what did you guys think? Let us know. Send us an email, passforecast at AOL.com. We'd love, love to hear your thoughts on, on that or any of the things we mentioned earlier in the episode. Or just tell us how we're wrong and we're stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We just like human interaction. Please <laughs> talk to us. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter at PassForwardCast and Instagram at PassForwardCast as well. And yeah, do I that. must say our Instagram Instagram game it has been stepped up uh, thanks to one of us in the room that's not me or Colin. So, uh, yeah. So follow thanks, us Fred. On there. Yeah. If you, if you love all the nerdy things we talk about, Instagram is definitely worth a follow and do Twitter it. as well. So. Do it. Uh, hit us up there. Leave us a review on iTunes. I rarely ask for this, but that is still a thing. So leave us leave us a review if you if you like what you hear, uh, or if you don't like what you hear, Re- leave a review and just make sure it's five stars. We don't care. Uh, <laughs> Talk trash. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Even if you hate it, just it really five helps stars, us whatever. find more viewers like you. Yep. So uh, I guess that's all I have. So until next time, adios. Bad luck and misfortune will infest your pathetic soul for all eternity. (laughs) Wow. Later, snorks. (laughs) Pass Forward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Not! That is not what I was expecting you were going to say. It was from Rocco's Modern Life. I don't know what I was hoping for, but that that excuse. When Philbert gets like a fortune cookie and everybody's getting all these good fortunes and he opens his and it says, bad luck and misfortune will infest your pathetic soul for all eternity. And like things, terrible things start happening. And it even goes to like a fortune cookie factory and starts opening all of them. And they all say that. (laughs) That's a beautifully deep cut. I was just about to say that is a deep cut. I'm glad you said that one. Hey, Clavis, wake up. The show's over. Oh, yeah.